By George, I think I've got it. Hybrosexual sinking. I saw that Bigfoot walking across the screen and I thought to myself, wow, they are real. I ask us all, is that really reasonable? My personal belief is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that we uh, we may not be alone. I'll show you a little of the evidence. Hypothetical thinking. Researchers at Stanford University School of Medicine have pioneered a cancer vaccine that eliminated all traces of cancer in mice. You could find evidence of that, my friends. You could change the world. Hypothetical thinking. A podcast for the hypothetical thinker. Greetings, travelers, and welcome to Hypothetical Thinking, a semi-informative podcast that explores the journey from probability to possibility. My name is Nick Floyd, and I'm joined by my super handsome co-hosts, Taylor, Jonathan Clark. And the way this works is that either Taylor or myself will do the research for our weekly episodes, and Johnny goes into every episode completely blind, which means he has no idea what we're going to cover each week. I'm so blind. He's blinded by the light, the revved up like a deuce in the middle of the night. I believe it's deucer. Is uh, it, it's not deuce? I believe it's deucer. Well, it's a car, by the way. A deuce is a car. Our resident car guy has so pointed that, out that it is, it is a, a in car. fact, a deucer. I'm pretty and sure it's a car. I, I think you're correct. I, I've always heard it was a car, but I think it's deucer. Revved up like a deucer in the. It doesn't make sense. Twenty syllables. Not douche for some reason. Deuce. Right, but I'm pretty right. sure it's douche makes more That's sense. That's too many syllables. It makes perfect sense. Deucer. Revved up like a, a deucer. deucer in the middle. Okay, a deucer in the middle of the night. Deucer. <laughs> I'm looking it up. What does Johnny Depp have to say about this? He knows about it. He does he drive one. Isn't this his song? Johnny Depp. What? <laughs> what? It's, this song is so. prevalent in the movie Blow. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> so yeah, it might as well be his song. What a great start. How's how's your week, guys? My week has been pretty good. We're capping it off with a pretty badass surprise for our listeners. Uh, little do they know, I'm in the same room as these two mofos. What? <laughs> I'm in Nashville this weekend, y'all. Hell yeah, he it's, is. It's awesome. Super good. Up in Nash Vegas. I left Atlanta behind. Nash I Vegas. said, yo, we got to get rid of this lag. Let me get up there. I want to I see you guys face to face. So that's what I did. So here we are. That's good to see you. We did it in the same room. <sighs> we didn't do it in the same room, but we're in the same room doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> for, for those of you who didn't that know. That is correct. <laughs> Taylor calls in, so the podcast you're hearing is two of us in one room and Taylor in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Which is tough because he is, I think, probably one of the funniest people I know. And not having him here face-to-face, it's hard to really like read him. And so when he's away, it's, it's not the same Taylor. So if yeah. you listeners don't know, I have a highly disfigured face that <laughs> is... Hilarious to some people. Oh my god! I still listen to Dick because you just painted me as like I like body dysmorphia or something. Weird. No, are you like laughing? He's at just it? a funny person, and so it's really great to see you here, Taylor. I be in the same room as you in podcast. I don't want you to cry. It's, so good. it's good to see you, dude. It's so good. Cry to see on you. the inside. Yeah, tight. I'll save the crying for when I'm at home listening to this. You know, by myself. I miss those guys. Johnny, how about you? How's your week? Super good. Like I, Taylor just uh, informed us, it's great to have him here. The weather's been fantastic. Summer has arrived, and uh, just stoked to get ready and do this podcast. Man, my fucking allergies have been killing me. Yeah. Dude, pollen everywhere. It is a sea of yellow. It is. It's a disaster. Funny thing about allergies, I got a crazy news story for you guys. allergies are not funny. Oh, well, I mean, they're not funny, but I mean, this also isn't funny, the I news. Don't have pop, pop. Well, you done backed me in the fucking corner. What happened with flowers? Oh, <laughs> Wait, well, what, there's a news story about allergies? There's a news story about allergies that I have to share with you guys. Okay, okay. 
crazy. Bring it on. Are you ready? It's pretty gross. I like gross. Oh. Gross is actually <laughs> not, not one of my things. I'm not going <laughs> to. It's not one of my things. <laughs> I'm into gross stuff. Uh, well, did you know? Tia <laughs> Nelson. I like gross things. Resident <laughs> gross expert here. Smells, textures, tastes, <laughs> sights. You name it. You don't like it? I probably do. <laughs> do you like fluids? <laughs> uh, I love fluids. Well, great, because this is... Perfect for Dude, you. Dude, I'm like 90-something percent fluid. Yeah. Whoa, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, K- Kendra Jackson lives in Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha style All right. Yeah. She constantly had a drip from her nose. Sniffles, constant. She always had a tissue to her nose. She was sneezing. She was coughing constantly. Not, she had a headache. Not drug-related. Not drug-related. Okay. Just sneezing okay. and coughing. Just constant. Just bad allergies. And the drip kept interfering with her sleep. Like, she could not sleep from this, which is nuts. She got in a car accident in 2013. It'll come into play in a minute. And the doctors just said, you got allergies. You know, plain old thing. Late in life. You've developed allergies. They're bad. It is what it is. They they disregarded the 2013 car accident completely. But, but. Well, what we've learned in the past is you do not discount car accidents. No. Because yeah. they could come into play. They could possibly be a whole body swap, you know. Yeah. The beginning of a body swap. Yeah. You just don't know. Wait. You shouldn't, like, <laughs> so throw that can out. We, can we label out there how awesome the band Body Swap would be? Body Swap. That would be- There's <laughs> got to be a band name called Body Swap. There probably, probably is. is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're probably bad. The odds are pretty high. Right. I would bet they're a new metal band. Body Swap? Body Swap. Body new swap. metal. Body, body swap. swap. With a rapper. Let the body swap the oh, Okay. Floor. With a rapper who sounds like this, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I can feel that. <laughs> Body swap if you're out there and you need a second lyricist, vocalist. <laughs> I've got ghostwriters. I'll be a vocalist. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So, so Kendra decided she wanted to go see an ear, nose, and throat specialist at Nebraska Medicine in Omaha. Okay. She's like, I need to go. This sucks. Whatever's going on. And it, it blows. It blows. Ah, look what he did. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. Okay. So, she went and was diagnosed with cerebrospinal fluid leak, which means that what? stuff coming out of her nose. Spinal fluid? Spinal fluid? Brain fluid. Brain fluid? It was brain, brain fluid that had been leaking through a hole in her skull into her nose all day, every day, for three years. How much of this fluid was coming oh, out? She God. was losing approximately half a pint of brain fluid per day Okay, that was supposed to surround the brain and spinal cord. And she thought it was just like acne, like mucus? She thought Not it was acne, just so. allergies. Because every doctor was telling her they were fucking allergies. So this must mean that when she got in this car accident... She had some kind of a head injury that was like creating excess liquid. Yep. Oh, no, uh, Dog. Uh, well, so this is like a saving grace for her. Well, yeah. no, 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 no. It also could mean that this car accident like ruptured something in her her brain or, or her skull, and the liquid was flying out, so the brain was creating more of it. Like, right. like is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. it was a serious car accident. Wow. So but, she, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I guess. So yeah. take this little side note: brain aneurysms. You know, they happen all the time. The doctors really don't know why they happen. My mother. Had a brain aneurysm uh, back in like 1998, okay. right? Typically, it's like hit the floor, done. Mm-hmm. Dunzo. Um, and like when people have brain aneurysms, uh, if they do survive, um, they're like very highly brain damaged uh, most of the time. Like no walking, no talking. Vegetable like, you know, yeah. for the rest of their life. My mom has one. Okay. Dad finds her on the floor, takes her to the hospital, whatnot. 
no telling how long she's been on the floor. There's no telling. They don't really even know that she's had an aneurysm because it's kind of undetectable until you're like, okay, it has to be. This is the only thing it could be. Yeah. So this doctor, I don't know who this guy was, but this give this guy a, a pay raise or whatnot. So he presents my dad with the option to sign away these legal papers, you know, signing away the liability or whatever. They're going to do an experimental procedure. Experimental. Experimental. Never been done before. What? On, yeah, on uh, brain aneurysm patients where they, you know, pick a certain spot, I guess, you know, somewhere near the... And do like a lobotomy? The, well, they drill a hole in the skull, drain the liquid, uh. replace, a, put a stent in there, and the stent is basically a tube that runs throughout your body and goes like to your stomach. What? So you can flush these liquids naturally. So she, she's going to constantly be, um, you know making this liquid and it needs to drain because that is what causes the the brain damage is yeah. excess liquid on the brain and blood on the brain and stuff. Wow. Yeah, so this experimental procedure of the hole being drilled in the head to drain the fluid specifically yeah. is like, dude, my mom is like 100% normal right now. What? Yeah. Dude, what a From miracle. From 1998, it took some years. 98? Yeah, like the first, you know, four or five years, it was like, okay, Obviously, there were some differences. You know, she had to relearn a whole lot of stuff, like almost everything. Yeah. She had to relearn everything. She's like writing everything down. Memory was an issue. Um, but, dude, past five, six years, it's like, can't even fucking tell, dude. It is wow. crazy. That's nuts. It's crazy, yeah. So kudos to this doctor for this experimental surgery for, you know, releasing the pressure. Yeah. And uh, bringing back all E. Nelly Nell, hey. my, my mother. That's tight. You know, to continue nurturing me into Adulthood. the adult that I am today. I'm, I, I, I'm thankful yeah. for E. Nelly. So is it possible that this lady got into a wreck, started creating excess, excess liquid, you know, because of the damage, Yeah. yet the hole in her brain was just a saving grace. The hole in her skull was like, oh, you're saying- so fucking lucky that there was a hole in her skull because it was naturally draining Because if liquid. it wasn't there, it would have over, oh, it would wow. overfilled and it would have had an aneurysm. Right, even, well, the aneurysm is the rupture. Okay. But it's the, the fluid on yep. the brain. Okay. Well, the that's pressure what she the said. Fluid. Yeah. When she got in the car accident, she remembers slamming her head against the dashboard. Dude. So I, she, that could have been an aneurysm that she had and it maybe right. sealed itself blood-wise. I don't know. But not, that's like two levels of lucky because not only did she get a hole in her skull that's going to allow her to drain it, yeah. but it's draining through her fucking nose and out of her body. Could you guess yep. I get to remember Amazing. The, the fact that these, I don't know how many doctors said that it was allergies. Allergies. Yeah. Dude. Doctors, like, bro. Come on. Well, that's one of the things with aneurysms and like ruptured, ruptured inside your body when things are ruptured. Like, how is a doctor going to know? But, but yeah. in my opinion, like if my nose is running for three years, something's up. <laughs> like my nose has run for me. That's the minutes. crazy part is that she probably went to a doctor like after the fifteenth time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Year two, going, guys, there's something up. Like, oh, it's allergies. It was like, well, the yeah. last fifteen doctors told me it was allergies. Mm-hmm. I don't buy it. I'm not buying it. Like, yeah, but it is. And I'm not We're paying a doctor. For these visits anymore. Listen yeah. to me, I'm a no. doctor. Well, now they are. They call them practices, you know, because that's what they're doing. They're trying shit out. Sometimes things work, like in the case of old L. Nelson. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes things don't work. I guess. Sometimes. Sometimes, but I guess it's a, a a high number of like guess guessing game. Like it's a guessing game. It all is. And they is. treat these things. And it's like okay, it works. So it must have been what I treated. You know, yeah. my oddly enough, runs in the family. So look out, Kyle, who's my brother. We're both gonna have aneurysms. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> so, yes, my dad had an aneurysm as well. And so my dad has an aneurysm, and he goes like in excruciating pain. Like, and my dad does not. Um, Display emotion a lot. Yeah. Like if he's 
displaying that he's in pain, he might have lost a limb or something. Like he is in for serious yeah. pain. So he goes to this doctor and he's, you know, in for real pain. He's at the doctor for like two hours before they're like, okay, we got to get you to the emergency hospital to cut you open because you're having an aneurysm right in front of me. Mm, wow. What? So there's literally no way to know. There's no way to know. And my mom had been going to the doctor for like two years, like a year prior to this, prior to her aneurysm. Headaches, dizziness, everything connected to an aneurysm. Yeah. Doctors didn't have anything to say about it. It's like, I don't know. You're... Do you smoke cigarettes? <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Do you floss your teeth? Dude. Literally 99% of like all ailments that anyone in my family has ever had. The question is, do you smoke cigarettes? Yeah. Well, that's the problem. I'm like, dude, fuck you. It's, I have a dislocated shoulder. <laughs> smoking cigarettes, right? I don't even smoke. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I'm deaf. Well, it's the cigarettes. The cigarettes, bro. Wait, hey. It really could have been the cigarettes. It could be the cigarettes. Yeah, who knows? I mean, they do say cigarette smoke um, causes elasticity. In veins and arteries. Oh, yeah. That's what an aneurysm is, is the elasticity. It balloons out and then pops. What's uh, that crazy sense? is that, like, that's the thing where it's like, have you had anything to drink? Yes. Have you had cigarettes? Yes. Cool. Well, the first thing they do when the nurse walks in and, get, and says, oh, okay, so I see on your form uh, you were smoking and drinking and fornicating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's their, that's your problem. Here, I'll if put you, you on these meds. Out. Yeah, if you if you knock that <laughs> off, but yet then they prescribe you marijuana, Doug, to help you, and yet it's illegal. Well, dude, if you go to most doctors, they won't even do that. They'll be like, "Oh, uh, here's some opiates. Go <laughs> kill yourself. <laughs> go ruin your life." I guess. Yeah. I guess I don't ever have that problem because I never go to the doctor and say, "Yeah, I'm smoking, drinking, and fornicating." You know, I'm like I do all these things. I mean, all I don't do, either. All I'm doing is fornicating. Dude, yeah. Listen, I'm a virgin. <laughs> all right, <laughs> <laughs> listen, guy, perfect virgin ears, <laughs> virgin ears. <laughs> no, that's crazy. No, that's that's, that's freaking wild. Thank that's you for those stories man. too. That's heartfelt, man. Hey, heartfelt. Uh, hey, you opened even, up. Episode eight, and you've just... That's therapy. You pulled your heart right out, and you laid it on the table, and we've all gotten a glance at it. We're a little bit closer. We're a little bit closer because of it. And uh, the main thing is, man, I learned a whole fuck ton about nature versus nurture, you know, throughout that whole process. You know, doctors, like, literally, the doctor told my dad, he's like, yeah, um, she's never going to operate again. She's never going to be a person again. So she was in ICU for months, finally came to the point where it was like, all right, insurance is done, man. Um, insurance would only pay for a a home, like an adult home, like go to a fucking home. Yeah, lock her away in some fucking place, right? That's the only thing that insurance would pay for after you know a certain period of time, three or four months of her being in the hospital. And my dad's like, "Go fuck yourself." My dad doesn't say fuck, but I'm sure in this instance he would have said, "Go fuck yourself." He was thinking it. Yeah, yeah. He brought her home. He had to sign all these crazy papers to like let them, like let him bring her home and shit. Doctor's like, you know, you're wasting time. It's never going to be worth it, you know. If and what's worse is that some people probably listen to that shit. Some people probably don't have like the balls. The no. balls, yeah. yeah. The balls, be like, no, I'm going to go home. I'm going to deal with whatever it takes, yeah. and she's going to be normal again. And that's exactly what happened. So, yeah. kudos, Ricky Nelson, my dad. <laughs> we got Dude, two the shows. whole Nelson yeah. family, the whole Nelson is, family just, is just pulling through. You can, as, you can assume that any any person that gave birth or was like parenting of T. Nelly and L over here. It's got to be badass. They're powerful family. beings. They're powerful beings. And not, not even to mention, I've got an older brother who's a fucking powerful beast as well. Yeah? We're family powerful mofos. Wait. It was- <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> Scared <Yeah>. now. <laughs> yeah, so nature versus nurture is real 
sometimes nurture fucking dominates it. You know, nature is obviously real. People are born with genes and traits and shit, but sometimes nurture totally trumps it, you know, and makes America great again. <laughs> Motherfucker. All right. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. Is this whole podcast going to be about our family tree? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> In 1864, my father. Uh, <laughs> 1864? <laughs> what? Well, I think my great great grandfather. <laughs> my dad's 100 years old. <laughs> Damn. Dog. Dog. So. Dude, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> this tangent we, didn't have anything to do with today's podcast. Yeah. But we want to point out that uh, you are now listening to The Ocho. This is our eighth podcast, people. <laughs> Number eight, coming at you. You turn that sideways, that's an infinity sign. We going forever, dog. <laughs> no, no, no. Extreme close I feel like you were waiting for this episode <laughs> just so you could do that. This podcast is also sponsored by Future Monsters, a premier apparel store with pop culture and horror focus. Each product is handmade with quality materials, so not only does it look good, but it feels so, so good. No mass-produced cheap garbage here, with designs inspired by King Kong, the Wolfman, and much more. These shirts are a must for every occasion, whether it be nightclubbing, metal shows, weddings, and of course, our favorite, podcasting. Head over to futuremonsters.com and enter the code HYBRO, that's a capital H-Y-B-R-O, at checkout to save 10% on your next purchase. We know we'll be doing that as soon as possible. All right, guys, you guys ready to dive into today's topic? Yeah, my mind's just blown from, like, where we just went in the last however long it's been. Dude, we've already laughed, we've cried, we've, <laughs> we've, uh, we've, we didn't hate anybody. I'll say, yeah, salivate too. I think We've talked candle. about the legalization of marijuana. We've talked about Trump. Oh, talked about we dude. talked about Trump politics. So <laughs> legalization of marijuana in Atlanta has taken a big step this past week. So in the past few months, they have passed a bill. I don't know if it's like in action yet or really being like enforced yet, but they've decriminalized marijuana in the inner city of Atlanta, in downtown Atlanta, what? city of Atlanta. I feel like a week ago you were telling me it's like, the city of Atlanta treated marijuana no. like it was fucking heroin. Well, it's like Georgia in general does, but it's the like, city of Atlanta has now made steps to be what? like balling out of control. So they did that, and they then must like tax week, money, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, they realized that uh, all the ACLians smoke a lot of pot. So let's come on, let's make our city way cooler. But a couple weeks ago, or this past week, they passed a bill, law bill. I don't know, I don't know laws and shit, but they passed something. <laughs> that I was, these uh, done. <laughs> like a wounded warrior bill kind of thing where uh, PTSD um, people can get treated now um, with cannab- cannabis oils, cannabis oils and stuff like that. Whoa. So it's a whole nother big old fucking leap to, you know, me finally curing my back aches. <laughs> now, I, I have high eye pressure, high <laughs> ocular pressure in my left eye. Uh, it's not an excuse. Uh, it's causality. <laughs> I get nervous when I drive Therefore I need to smoke the marijuana Before I get behind the wheel of my car Calms me down Keeps me driving the speed limit Yeah You want me to speed? You want me to put other people in danger? No Let me light up before I drive uh, PSA announcement uh, We do not condone uh, smoking and driving <laughs> It's not something that we do ourselves And we expect you to uh, follow the rules of the road 
And uh, drive safely out there, guys. Buckle up. Especially if you're listening to this podcast on the road. Buckle up. Both hands on the wheel, 10 and 2. Eyes on the road. That means you, Mags. <laughs> good shout out. Good shout out. Oh, shit. I feel like at the end of this podcast, we just need to do a whole PSA on like what our beliefs truly are. Like the couple weeks ago, we're like, by the way, we do not believe in flat earth theory. It's fucking wrong. We don't believe in it. <laughs> Set the course straight with what our actual like opinions are. But do we believe that it's a sphere earth? I don't know. So I don't could, know if it's a sphere all the time. Could be I don't noble. know. It might be flat sometimes. Might be a perception thing. Might be a philosophy thing. It's all semantics, bro. What is flat? What is a sphere? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And in this podcast, you're going to get my true beliefs. You're going to be my most core belief that... I don't even know if I believe it, the, but I'm going to say I this do podcast? for the sake of the podcast. Yeah. The specific yeah. episode? The specific. The Ocho. All right. The Ocho. Let's just dive into the Ocho. We'll I, dive I, in. Yeah, let's dive in. I'm ready. Diving in head first. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. For a moment, I became distracted. Then as though magnetically attracted, the invention reacted, pulling me into the third dimension. The year was 1995, <laughs> wow. and Nintendo has officially made its entrance into the realm of virtual reality. Or did they? With the release of the Virtual Boy, a 32-bit tabletop gaming system, Nintendo boasted the ability to immerse the gamer into a three-dimensional space while retaining portability at an affordable price point. <laughs> Now, important. That's important. That's <laughs> extremely important. The affordable price point is uh, what pushed this product into what it actually became to be, um, which was a massive failure. <laughs> really? <laughs> a massive failure, really? selling only 77,000 units before being discontinued less than a year later. I believe it was like uh. six months later. It got like one Christmas cycle, that's fucking it. One Christmas cycle, one discount cycle, you're done. 77,000 units compared to the Nintendo system, the Famicom system, the Nintendo NES, the sure, basic sure. NES, had sold 30 million plus units up Whoa, to that point. That's a lot more. That's a. In uh, four, four fucking years, man. Five they were probably, three years. They were popping bottles, and there was like the no. one intern in the office being like, um, uh, hi, uh, can I, have, I have one idea. It's, it's a good idea. It's a great idea. Can you just listen <laughs> for a second, please? Uh, it's called The Virtual Boy, and it's, uh, it uses, in that, in that movie, War Games with Matthew, Matthew Broderick, <laughs> yeah. it, it uses virtual great. reality, and it's going to be great. I'm like, <laughs> all right, fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, we've got billions of dollars. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but what do we got to lose? Japanese go. people seem to like anything. Techie. Okay. <laughs> Sold. Okay. Oddly enough, this unit, this uh, system did better in the U.S. than anywhere else. It did uh, not do really? very well in Japan. Yeah. Wow. Very yeah. weird. Guess the guests are just weren't ready for it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Too advanced. But their kids are going to love it. Dude, <laughs> 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 Marvin Berry. <laughs> Now, so aside from the fact that there are only a few games ever released, there are like 22 games ever released, it was not allowed to feature any of, um, like, Mar- uh, Mario, they had to feature him, like, very minimally, minimally, because, like, the same year, like, a few months later, 96, was when they were going to release Nintendo 64, and they'd already been working on it for fucking ever, and that's a 3D platform. Right. So... There is no room for Virtual Boy from the beginning. So why'd they bro? make it? Why the fuck did they make it? Well, they really thought it was a stab at virtual reality. Virtual reality. So the early demo versions actually was a face 
where like you mount it on your face. It's not a tabletop thing. You strap it to your face, and it tracks your head movement. Yeah. And the original demo game was a tank shooter. So it's basically a grid system. There are pyramids in this imaginary landscape, and you're a tank. You basically shoot other tanks. Right? And you move your head, and it, it reacts to the move of your head, oh, just like, like the, cannon moves the idea too? of virtual reality. Okay. Right? You're in that space. You're moving around in that space. Yeah. It did not do that. You know, it, it did not do that. Once they got to the production line, when it's time to produce. We don't got technology It's like, ah, oh, we can't fucking do that. Like, well, they could do it in the demos, which is weird, you know? What? But it was the health issues became a real big deal with this thing. Like, they had these chips that were, they emit, like, um, radio frequency bullshit, sure. whatever, ra- radiate <laughs> shit. Yeah. Bullshit. So the idea is, like, hey, man, we're going to have this, like, right up next to people's faces. Uh, so, like, Nintendo legality shit was like, okay, we got to encase this with a bunch of plastic and metal. Yeah. Making it really heavy. Well, they were also struggling, too. wasn't back then when it was the whole, like, Charlie, don't sit so close to the TV. Right, Like, yeah. that was an issue. Your, your that was the, the, yeah, the kids were like, yeah, the, the parents would use that as like, oh, they're just going to fuck your eyes up. Yeah. So there actually was the one of the biggest health issues with this, and this is a proven thing, and this is actually any face-mountable, face-wearable, two-screened mm-hmm. unit has the same exact problem, where kids um, under the age of seven, they're not fully developed, uh, their the eyesight. Yeah. So... If the two screens are not calibrated perfectly, Ooh. like if they're off, um, specifically vertically, if they're misaligned vertically, then the kid will probably develop a lazy eye, which is fucking Whoa. crazy. Yeah, ah. so just a, a miscalibration of this unit would this, cause cross-eyed kids. In this world that we're living in right now, probably the biggest you know demographic is those kids who are getting their hands on iPhones and stuff. So they're yeah. just going to do that, and they're going to get their fucking eyes messed up. Well, there's a, there's a big difference. You know, The iPhone is one screen. So it's different, but I, I, I agree. I'm just saying, yeah. like in this day and age, the ki- the people who would be like experimenting the most with that would be kids. Yeah, would be kids because they're kids. becoming yeah exactly because they're becoming like they're so used to having iPhones. When I was a kid, back when I was a kid, I barely had a phone <laughs> until I was in like the sixth, seventh grade. But these kids are having right. iPhones and they're like in kindergarten. Right. Yeah. It's not not only is it a phone for them, yeah, because it's you know it's the they're playing smart with devices, yeah. not a phone. Well, yeah, it's, it's still a screen, you know. Devices, but like, computer, they totally yeah. would be playing that video game. I would totally be totally. playing that video game if I was like around when I was a kid. Absolutely, that would have fucked my eyes up. I played the fucking virtual boy when I was a kid. My neighbor had one. Like, I had this one neighbor. Um, he was like my best friend at the time. His older brother was really cool. We hung out all the time, and they were mega gamers, mega gamers. So they got every system that ever came out the day it came out. Every Christmas was the dopest Christmas. They got every game that was out. Damn. Jealous? Was the do- yeah, I was jealous as fuck. <laughs> jealous as fuck. But what was cool is, you know, they were my roll dogs, so I could roll over there any day I wanted and hang out, and we'd have a good time, and we'd play games, and it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. They had a virtual boy. We played, you know, Wario Tennis and shit. Wario. Might have given that thing 10 minutes before it was like, what is this? This is janky bullshit. Get this out of my face. Get it off my face. I don't want it. I don't want it. I feel like it's like Willy Wonka, like a Slugsworth, like pulled the owner of Nintendo and said, hey, I got a great idea for you. Virtual Boy. Virtual Boy. It was actually created by the creator of the Game Boy. So it, so was, it was like, like it was Slugsworth. One of the big guys. Guys. I know the guy, and he's a crazy name. It was the Yokio yeah. is his last name. He was like one of the big, uh, one of the big uh, inventors for Nintendo. Nintendo did weird things. Like in the, in the 90s, they had their development team they had three development teams they were not allowed i don't know if they were not allowed but the idea is that those three teams did not communicate and they did not work together to 
come up with products. Oh, wow. Yeah, so these teams are totally independent, coming up with their own stuff. And the idea is that's three times the computing you know, whoever, the thought power. Whoever has the best like, idea doesn't get killed. Well, yeah, you don't want to have this guy over here have a great idea. This team have a great idea, but this team has a great idea, and they somehow conflict. So it's like you got to choose one. Yeah. Whereas this, they can both do whatever they're talking about and get to market, you know, and see like, and then it gets to the marketing part, and it's like which will work, you know, which, which has so, better numbers. Yeah. So he was basically the lead of one of these teams, and they had already done the Game Boy, they'd done some other stuff. He created some characters, and this was a pretty cool idea, and it was a cool idea, and actually. One cool thing came about from it. Um, the technology they used was they weren't able to use LCDs. Um, with LCDs, liquid crystal displays, it's always shining light through the crystal, so there's always an amount of light. So you never have a true black, right? Mm -hmm. It's never true black. You can always see the screen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they decided to use LEDs, which were much less popular at the time, but they were way cheaper, and especially red LED. Uh, was a very proven science, easy to do. We can do this, and we can do it very cheap. So that they decided to use LED monochrome on a true black background, which is the only real thing that this did. This this system did was it encompassed you in full black, and you've got an infinite depth in front of you because it's truly black. 3D. That yeah, essentially with nothing else on the screen, you could say that that is 3D. Yeah, that's a concept. An infinite nothing. Yeah. I, you could say that that's 3D. Because you, know, you don't you don't see that plane yeah, yeah, of yeah. two in front of you, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's like the only cool thing it did. What, dude? It looks like garbage. I can't see it. Also, dude, I, it is garbage. I also did not grow up with the Virtual Boy. I had an N sixty four. I had a GameCube. I until today I didn't know it was a thing. Dog, it was selling for as low as thirty bucks. Yeah, I've never at even, the end of its life, which was like less than six months after it was released. It was never crazy, even heard dude. about this thing. There's nothing three dimensional about it. It's literally absolutely like, nothing three dimensional about. They're it. They're just pumping Nintendo games in a headset. That was one of the biggest complaints. Is in when red. it was, <laughs> finally became to market. It's all two two D video games. It's all two D video gameplay, but it's just like displayed in a three D vector way, which had been done before. Atari had a game called Tempest that was out years hey, prior. Yeah. That was like the same setup. It's a grid system, yep, and you're yep. just moving forward infinitely into this you know, yep. spot. It's exactly what it's. The display is very similar. It's, it's like a, a different way to get to that display, mm -hmm. but the same outcome. So it's like nothing really new. But what it did do was finally get people comfortable with the thought that one day we're going to be strapping something onto our face. You know, there's going to be something on our eyes. Like <laughs> Nintendo realized very early on that. We need to be interfacing the user with the end product in much different ways. Yeah. Like CRTV, CRT TV, like that shit's from the fucking 50s, man. Like we've been watching TV this whole time. Why in 40 years is there no new method? You know, it's 60 years now. Why is there no new method to take in this entertainment? You know, so Nintendo, they're doing the power glove. They're doing all the, the mats that you dance on, or your track pads that you walk on. All these different interactive things. They had like... A sewing kit. To get you like, like ready for the future, essentially? Yeah, they were like pioneering. Yeah, they're pioneering, yeah. They're like, we know this is where it's going to be. They're just like 30 years. Too early. Yeah, too early, ahead of the game. Good Everything time, seemed yeah. like a joke. You yeah. know, toys. Well, everything does. And in, in uh, technology, like innovation and like evolution of technology, like every new idea, if it sounds, if it is far enough in the future, it's going to sound crazy. You know, even like the idea that we were revolved around the sun was a crazy idea for like people that 
when Galileo right. thought of it or whatever. Yeah, things. and the idea that the planet may be spherical? Yeah, like those things were like, yeah. yeah. Mind-blowing. And that's not even technology. That's just like things of the Earth that now we just know are fact, not technology at all. It's just like, well, fact to us, not fact to flat earthers. <laughs> and so with technology, like a ongoing like change and progression, like anything new, these people are going to be like, that's obviously fucking crazy. Like, that's stupid. Yeah. Well, stupid. everyone was obsessed with like in the 80s, very specifically, like late 70s, and then throughout the 80s up to the 90s, people were obsessed with the future. And I think Nintendo obsessed. was trying to, future. you know, with Back to the Future, with 2001 A Space Odyssey, with Blade Runner, with all of these hyper-futuristic movies, Nintendo was trying to say, you don't got to be in the future to use this stuff. No, man, we're future gonna make is it. now. Yeah, well, the future is now, All man. you have to do is print a neon-looking grid on the box and put some spacey-looking stars up there, bro. Yeah, well, like Tron? Dude. Tron paved it. Mm-hmm. You right, know, yeah. like Star that was Wars. the thing. Yeah, even even Star Wars, like it was all so crazy to people. But yeah, it was like Nintendo. They were trying to be because you know Apple was innovative, but Apple nothing looked futuristic about it. It looked like an old ass computer. Yeah, Apple stuff was ugly back in the day. So ugly. I mean, it was even ugly much. when it started getting trendy. Yeah. Oh, it's still it, like it, those. Remember yeah. those colored computers? Oh, at those were the ugliest things yeah. in the world. The gel those looked ones. more like a toy than any Apple product had ever been. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, but Nintendo, they found that market, regardless of whether the product worked well, the Power Glove, the fucking Virtual Boy, like, that stuff was so dope looking. I mean, movies were written about it. Uh, what was, is it The Gamer? The Wizard. The Wizard, yeah. With, With Little Savage glove. Boy. Little Savage. It's the Power Glove. <laughs> that was a good movie. I enjoyed so that back in the day. Yeah, yeah so there were all kinds of movies back in the 80s and 90s that were like, virtual reality, living in a new, new realm. You know, I, I remember an episode of... Uh, a Married with Children, where Bud gets a virtual reality headset and he's like done with life. All he's going to do is be on this virtual reality headset and like make love to his girl. Yeah, like <laughs> I want to say it was even something funny enough to where it's like Bud can't even get laid in virtual reality. <laughs> well, like in Total Recall, they have that whole entire mission to Mars. Right. And that's yeah. like definitely an '80s movie. Yep. Total Recall and that like idea plays heavily into the outcome of this podcast. I'd oh. say. Implanting nice. of memories, ideas, and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I'm glad I could uh, segue to whatever that's going to be. Yeah. The, the yellow brick digital road. <laughs> oh, the, the grid. Brick. <laughs> yeah. So as you said, in the 80s and 90s, pop culture was riddled with the buzzword virtual reality. Movies like uh, The Lawnmower Man. I don't Ooh, know if you guys caught that. Pierce Brosnan flick. Classic. Pierce Brosnan plays a scientist where he's experimenting with a, a combination of virtual reality, like, training programs in combination with some, like, new drug or whatever. Hmm. He's got, like, this next-door neighbor or something who's, like, the lawn guy. And he's, like, mentally handicapped, um, okay. socially awkward, doesn't really do much other than, like, read comic books or something. And he's, like, friends with a kid. He's, like, a kid inside, you know? Okay. And uh, Pierce Brosnan, you know, he's, like, fired from his job at the lab, so he continues his studies at home. Takes this guy, starts put he puts him on a regimen of virtual reality, you know, simulation tests and this experimental drug. All of a sudden, this dude starts getting real smart. He gets real, real smart, gets smarter than Pierce Brosnan, gets so smart that he then realizes, man, everybody's been taking advantage of me this whole time. Wow. Everybody's been taking advantage of me this whole time. And so he like flips the script and he's like, uh, fuck y'all. And he becomes like the evil being and he's gonna start killing everybody. It's so good. Luckily, that did not happen. <laughs> I, I don't, well, 
I've not seen this, so you totally spoiled that for me. <laughs> Thanks. Dude, it's a great movie. There's Lawnmower Man too, I, so I, you can watch that one now. I, I love the whole mo- Lawnmower <laughs> 1 movie. He's oh. not going to spoil the sequel, but he'll spoil the first one. I love Pierce Brosnan, so. Pierce Brosnan's great. He's like my 007. Like, I grew up with him. Not Daniel Craig. Oh, yeah. Johnny's Somebody 12 asked me, years uh, old. Piss off. What do, you, what do you like? Sean Connery? What? Lol. <laughs> old man. Okay, what's up next? Sean Connery what? is easily the best, James well, Bond. Uh, I, I, I yeah, don't know, I, man. I would say Sean Connery for me is the best, but I grew up with Pierce Brosnan. Like, Somebody he's, asked he's, me this question reason, recently, and I had a similar answer to Johnny. I was like, Pierce Brosnan to me is what the epitome of like 007 sure. is. Like, that's who James Bond is to me. Yeah. But, you know. I think Daniel Craig is a much better uh, 007. Too old I, for me. Well, I think that it's just better movies in general, and just it's that, just. Be- I think he's a cooler guy, but he just doesn't. He doesn't seem like prototypical James Bond. Yeah, but who is prototypical James Bond? Tio Nelson, <laughs> Archer, my friend. Oh yeah, yeah. Archer, he's the prototypical James Bond in my to opinion. He sounds so stupid. He just acts kind of dumb. He's not like smart enough, in my opinion. Why? Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Pier- I think Pierce Brosnan is too smart, but. Okay. Also, I think that's part of James Bond's thing is that he's a slick mofo, you know? Next week on Hypothetical Thinking, we're going to talk about <laughs> 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 who's, in the, who's the best James Bond. Uh, we already decided. It's Archer. Hands down. Is Archer the first name or the last name? Uh, I think it's the last name. I'll look it up while Taylor continues. <laughs> continues. So tech companies fumbled to find, you know, real uses for headset-related virtual reality products uh, that were mainly stunted in the 80s and 90s by, like, low processing power, not enough computing power, and the hardware just, like, can't handle it. I'm sure. Like, first microprocessors, like, 1970s. Floppy disks were on these, essentially. Exactly, yeah. We're talking 1990s where, yeah, floppy, like, the floppy floppy disks were fucking used. I don't even know how much data those used. Like, megabytes. Like a, that, I don't know. Bytes? I don't fucking know, man. Kilobytes? Like, yeah, probably kilobytes. Tiny amounts of shit. It's crazy. And like that's a that's a big disk. My phone has 120. That's a, my 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 upbringing. Obviously, is different than your guys's by a couple of years. So like I was used to like having gigabytes of gigabytes of like storage versus these right. floppy disks. Were for those of you who don't know, there was very, no storage. Yeah, there was no storage. <laughs> 1.44 megabytes. Ah, that's, megabyte that's not even. A song. That's a picture. Whoa, that's, crazy. that's a really crappy resolution picture. Oddly enough, man, I had one of those uh, Apple Basic computers. Can't remember which one. And I had a ton of games for it. I had like Star Fox, Karate Kid. I had some tight games. They're like very playable games. What? Like that amount of data. Yeah. Damn. Really weird. Frogger. Damn. Frogger is good. Uh, wish I would have kept that fucking computer. Somebody really balled out on that yard sale. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. So the first floppy disk in 1971. 79.75 kilobytes. Wow. Yeah, man. We that's, text, a lot, that's a lot of bytes. We text images that are bigger than that to each other right dude. now. What the fuck? Damn, dude. <laughs> they, they believe that, that our consciousness has like thousands of terabytes of information. It's and, and so and, and a terabyte is a thousand gigabytes and a kilobyte or megabytes a thousand gigabytes and a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, that's one of the things. I don't even think that's calculable, calculatable. It's whatever because I don't even know. You're talking in our universe, like you say, your consciousness. It's believed. It's believed that our like, like, as far as like what we can remember, like our memories and stuff, what we can hold in our brain, like what. I guess not consciousness. I guess like like, what is storage in our brain. I would say it's so uncalculable because 
I agree. You can take a detail and then divide it up into so many other details. I agree you know? with you. I, I just think it's like memory, ability, whatever. I I, I just read this. Yeah, it's like you can if you could quantify it. Quantify a unit as memory. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly would have I, I'm leaning towards the infinite type thing. Uh dude, I disagree. I can't remember things when I was a kid, like some kids or some things. Yeah, I don't know. Is it that you don't have the space for it, or is it that you don't want to, or is it that no, other like, things take its place? You know, well, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's like saying like there's only so much. Let's say that, let's let's say in our consciousness there's like a like a, a thousand terabytes. Yeah. There, that's the amount of storage, and then there's enough space. So there goes that memory from like you know three years old. Right. Something else takes its place. Well, I'm glad you're talking about that because part of the big part of this podcast is once we get through all this virtual reality talk, we're going to get to augmented reality talk. And then we're going to get to you. What? Your what? fucking simulation, Johnny. What? Holy Your simulation. shit. This whole thing Are is about simulation about- theory, Woo! fellas. What? I love this stuff. Guys, this whole podcast is about simulations. Dude, so, are we, is this, what's reality? Like, what, what the fuck is reality? Dude, let's do this. So virtual reality. I'm so stoked. Now. It implies a simulated presence in a computer-generated world, one that can fool viewers into feeling like they are actually there. It's very clear that the virtual boy did not do that. <laughs> it's very clear. Guys, I'm playing a fucking game right now. Hey, Jimmy, oh, come on here. It didn't pull you in at all. So while it was a computer-generated world, sure, it was that. It was not a true 3D. Like, you can't interact with a 3D space in it. Yeah. It is a computer-generated world. It doesn't fool you like you're actually there. Like, you can't. It's, you know, the head movement mm-hmm. would have helped. You know, that would have helped. Right. Uh, that would have helped immerse the you know uh, the viewer into that, but you know into the game, you know into that reality. But they did not. They did not. So that is just a mere two D video game. There's no augmented reality. There's no virtual reality. There's the nothing just about close to your face. Just That's close all to it your is. face. Yeah. It's and, nothing. Yeah. You basically just can't see the shit around you. It's all blacked off. No yeah. peripherals. So you're just still like pretty looking cool. at the. You're interpreting so, these 2D images as 3D. The idea is that everything, the only thing you can see is your reality at that point. That's not how it works. <laughs> well, Johnny, that's exactly how it works. And no, no, let's, no. Let's, <laughs> okay. let's examine how we're going to get to that. Well, I, I was saying that like, like their idea is we're going to make this screen so close to your face that you have no peripherals. Therefore, that's your reality. <laughs> but in my mind, like a shitty image is not my reality. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, dude, when you, when you say it that way, like that is so uh, close to how you should probably think about it. Like think about, okay, take any video game. Yeah. Now, they have newer video games where it's these infinite expanding universes where you hop planet to planet. Open world. Open world where you go further out, a new planet is generated based on the rules of this game. Mm -hmm. So new planets generated, it's occupied by new animals, new everything. The computer generates this while you're going. As you go, yeah, yeah, Yeah. it generates it. Which is tight. Ever growing, right? Yeah. So... Your character in your video game, it has typically has a field of view that mm-hmm. you can see on your map. It's like this. FOV, you, yeah. You see your field of view. It's literally everything that's on the screen. Uh-huh. You, that's all you see is what's on the screen. You have no idea what's behind you, beside you, above you, below you. Just that field of view. Just that field of view. Then you change your field of view. Boom. Everything in that new field of view is then rendered. Mm-hmm. So you're able to perceive it. And it's real time. It's not like it's real time. You, you turn and then it has to process it. It's bloop, like bloop, 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 bloop. It's yeah. right then and there. It's right then and there. No, no time slippage. I mean, tell me how that's different than your everyday life right it's now. It's fucking not. Because, like, right now I'm looking at you, yeah. and I have a field of view. My peripherals are, let's say, whatever, like 80, let's say it's 70 or 60% like, like uh, angled, 60, yeah. whatever. I can't see anything behind me. Everything behind me could be unrendered. I don't know. Right. 
And then if I have a mirror in front of me, maybe that's both sides, whatever it is, but that is the same. But, yeah. the, but the catch is, is I can see what's behind him. Uh, but he I does can't. not know that you can see I what's behind him. Like, I can my, 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 my reality, I can see that. Johnny, there's a fucking tiger behind you. Oh, fuck, dude, that kind of scared me for a second. Hell <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, I got it. Virtual <laughs> reality. It's only his perspective, though. <laughs> Damn it, Nick. <laughs> Only his perspective. So, like, like, when a tiger's behind me, game over. (laughs) (laughs) Except you won't come back. That's really fascinating. That's actually an episode of, like, Rick and Morty I'm remembering right now because, like, Jerry, the dad, essentially, he's in a reality simulation, and the whole entire, his whole day, he goes to the office, it keeps rendering, like, 30 feet in front of him. He's too stupid to realize (laughs) these people are glitching out, like, really shitty AI characters in, like, a a game, and that could be us. Now, I'm not saying I'm I'm Jerry and I'm unintelligent to see 100 feet in front of me, but everything I can believe in reality, could it be supplemented as a video game or right. as a simulation of some higher power? Right. And that blows my mind. I'm so excited. There's no way to prove that that's not what's actually happening. Because just like the video game, you know, whoever created this video game, they created the rules for it, they created you, they created the environment, and you as the bot, the sim that has been created and put in there, because you're the, you're the bot, you're the player, you know nothing else other yeah, than the rules it. that you're given. There's right. not even any other option. Yeah, it created a a self-adapting, you know, me. Let's just say I'm for the situation that I'm the the character that was made. They created a, you know, self-adapting, self-learning creature and I gain friends. And and you know, I want to thank this hypothetical creator for making both of you lovely gentlemen. That way I can enjoy this simulation with both y'all because you guys are pretty dope people. So whoever it was, whatever it was, that reality is being changed every day for me is what you're saying. I love how excited Johnny's getting about this, but I asked him to play Dungeons and Dragons the other day and he's like, I'm not playing the fucking games for nerds. <laughs> I play D&D too. That's exactly what I said at like. No, I've uh, never played D&D. I, I would play it. I never have. He won't. I didn't say I wouldn't. I just said. He's like, oh, you, what do you mean? We sit around and we create our own world? Fuck and like, me. Yeah. Uh, gorgons and shit? Yeah. Okay, the difference, the difference, okay, I like this because it's my real life. It's like what's happening in real life. That's like a hypothetical in the scenario, you know? If I was like put into the world, if I was in this game and I was in Dungeons and Dragons, like in there, that was really loud. If I was in, in the game, I'd love it. But this is like us talking around a campfire and like, I'm sorry. It's not for nerds. It's just it's not. For is that me. a hypothetical campfire, Johnny? Because all I see is a fucking candle in the middle of the table. <laughs> Dude, whatever campfire to you, Nick, that's a campfire to me. <laughs> tomato, tomato, continue. Potato, potato. Yeah, so I think it's entirely possible that the universe fills in all these gaps. Yeah. You know, like you order a pizza, the pizza shows up, you assume yeah. somebody took the order, they put a pizza in the oven, but it, was it, just, out, it was just generated, boxed it up. You assume all that shit happened. They drove over. You assume all that stuff happened for the pizza to arrive there. None of that needed to happen. All that needed to happen was you make this action to order a pizza. Time passes. That was doorbell the code, rings. Yeah. Uh, you had a nothing press, yeah. in between that. Why, nothing needs to happen in between that. You know, you're not you're not perceiving all these other things that are going around the world no, around no. you. know, there's. I will not. You know, no, that, that's really that's really profound because on a day to day basis, I will forget. And globalization essentially where like oh there's somebody else in France there's somebody else in England I totally forget there's a world all that matters to me I guess my small world view is me and the people around me the city around me that's it even like yeah. Nashville 30 minutes away it doesn't fucking matter to me what's happening there all that matters in my mind is this so it's quite easy to not render that stuff like you're, like you're saying why would it, it, why it, the pizza you know, why doesn't matter I just, I just, I, yeah. the person entered the code and the pizza that was generated via the game and here it is yeah like think about okay the thought is Man, the massive amount of computing power that would be needed 
to but, do that, like but you not. said a second ago. Yeah, but not. You think but about not. everything. That, all I need is generate everything in my field of view. And then I guess there's an amount of processing power that would need to generate my ideas and thoughts and stuff. Man, the, only, the only reason why it seems like a lot is because we haven't been to that point yet, you know? I'll play GTA Grand Theft Auto V, and it seems huge. You go in the ocean, and there's, there's computer-generated images right then and there that seem instantaneous. That yeah. is crazy to somebody like from like who was born in the 60s. But if you were born 100 years in the future, then this computing power would be no big deal. It's just to right. us, in our primitive sense in the 21st century, that computing power that we would have in a reality that's like this world seems like a lot but it's not yeah we're just not be, thinking so too small miserable. right exactly you just like not have a concept of what it actually takes. we don't because someone might say yeah but in grand theft audio you audio. Grand, theft auto. <laughs> grand theft audio all i care about the audio in that, in that <laughs> game dude there's uh, decibel range dude <laughs> like you swim out far enough you can't you're just swimming infinitely your character's not moving yeah you hit you know, a wall you hit an invisible wall so someone would say well yeah that's that's a boundary why doesn't that happen in the real world i mean it does it's, if you it get to the end of the world does, brah it fucking does. Have you ever been into space? Uh, you ever been to Saturn? I've never been to Saturn. Hypothetically, yeah. Like, no one, no human has gone past, like, the m- moon, right? Mars? Yeah, the so, moon. So, yeah. So, 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 like, that would be our boundary, essentially. That's the boundary. Yeah. Like, there's a sun in and GTA. And you say we've hit satellites. Like, we've got satellites that but have gone past. But humans haven't. Pluto. Yeah, like, but let's say like, you can say, okay, we've perceived something past Pluto, so okay, let's just say. Sure. You know, that, okay, we'll accept that. Well, there's for no reason can we not have our galaxy, and then outside of that, it's a projection. You know, yeah. it's totally nothing. Out, you know, outside of that. No, yeah. that no, that makes sense. And there's only so much we can see by the human eye and by the telescope. So there could be whatever this um, barrier is, whatever yeah. this, it could just be past our observable known universe right i feel like you got johnny hook line and sinker but i feel like you're prematurely ejaculating hybrotheticals at me <laughs> uh and i need some more information because yeah I'm, you're right you guys, we're just going i'm, I'm not sorry. On, well, i'm not on the titanic yet well here's not, what the fucking clincher of this bad boy is clench it so it's not only possible that the universe or whatever this simulation if you will fills in all the gaps as you need them uh-huh. fills in all this it's not only possible uh-huh it has been proven. Shut the no, up. it's not. It's been motherfucking proven, y'all. <laughs> to find out what proof Taylor's talking about, it's time to take a quick mental intermission before queuing up part two of this week's episode. Insert tape number two.